Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, it's another Sunday night in the Volvo. I've been out at the footy, getting on it, having a couple of uh, cheeky brewskis with the boys, and the Crow boys got up. Oh, I remember the last time I went to the football on a Sunday night and I came back home, the Crow boys went down. But tonight, the Crow boys got up over a very, very good side. I think we're headed for the finals. It's unbelievable to have a good team, to be on a winning side. That's how, oh, that's how life is meant to be. Football is so important for the brain. I don't know. I think that the correlation between people who are on antidepressants and people who don't watch football has got to be tight. Let me tell you, if you're trapped in a mind prison being drugged by a doctor and you watch the football, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can recommend to you other than uh, exercise and prayer. But hot dog if you're on the antidepressants and you don't watch football. Hey, 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 give the football a go. Welcome to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. Although I've got to say, if your team is no good in the football, it might not help very much. Oh, no. And the likelihood that your team will do well by the end of the year, one in 18. It's not good, man. I still feel bad about it. I believe it was the 2017 grand final that the Crow Boys went down. To those dirty, dirty Richmond Tigers. Oh, what was I going to say? Hey, welcome to this episode of the James Donald Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. Listen, I've had a few, but but I did record much of this podcast earlier in the week when I was a stone-cold Steve Austin sober. Let me tell you, I was sober as a judge, but not one of those good judges. I was sober as one of those judges who makes a lot of bad decisions. So there are going to be some uh, 
uh, what would we call them? I want to call them tent pegs, tent poles. Some the tent poles of sobriety, holding up the canvas of we just won against Brisbane. Suck it, Fitzroy. Gee, the Crow boys are good. You don't have to have the best midfield in the competition to be one of the better teams. Let me tell you that, boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy, wowee. Great golly gosh. Okay, first thing. Now, there's so much to get to as well in the episode. Number one, I interviewed my friend Anna Freer, and I'd been promising Anna that I would interview her about her upcoming violin concert. She's a very fine violin player. She's been off in Switzerland learning to play the violin and, I might add, spreading the good word about the James Donald Falls McCann Catamaran plan. So before we get into the episode, Anna, what an episode it is with many... The things that have been happening this week... Wow. Just before Anna Freer came out and we did the interview, I recorded some of the most professional-sounding podcast sounds of my life. And there is such exciting news. But first... Here is our interview with Anna Freer about her upcoming violin concert in Adelaide. Long-time listeners will know you as the woman who's introduced us to disabled Swiss people. It's a great bathroom. Yes, there's a poster that went up. All right, now it's my favorite bathroom. In Your favorite bathroom in the whole school? They're always they have more room that you can have a good cry in. That's beautiful. Weeping is the most profound disability of all. Now, let me say, you're a violinist. You have a show on Thursday, and we want people to go. No, am I wrong about that? Not this Thursday. Oh, no, is it not? Is it the Thursday after? June. Is it the 8th of June? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's ages away. Hmm. Well, we'll do this again later with a better... <laughs> I'll still post a link to it, because it would be nice to help people get there. What are you going to play? So many things. Maybe don't, but I just have, I have a chip in my mouth. I'll wait until you're done with the chip. Uh, you'll be playing the violin. Yes. Solo. Yes. Oh, is this the Bach thing that we saw the other day That's that you tomorrow. played for us? That's tomorrow. That's literally that before this episode goes out. That is before this episode. Well, you've missed that one, listeners. Um, it, we, do have, we do have some Bach. There's Bach D minor Chacon and some other things. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've said D minor chicken. <laughs> That was that's cheap, and isn't it? Yeah. I know, do you want to talk a bit about your violin concert? I'm done now. I'm it done now. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. Okay, violin concert, eighth of June at the North Adelaide Baroque Hall. Where have you it's, been for the last few years? Oh, I've been in Switzerland. Learning the violin. You're so good at the. Violin. I'm so good at the violin, and yeah, putting up your posters in the disabled toilets. Long-time listeners will also recognise Anna as you wrote the introduction to my book of poems, where you didn't like the poems. I, I, I love you. Um, yeah. So that's July 8th, June 8th, June 8th, July 8th, June 8th, and ticket link below, and now it's time for my very sophisticated episode about Canada. Hark, friend. Pretty, do you hear that noise? Oh, it is a happy noise. Methinks it is a most joyful noise indeed. A northern noise. Ready to whisk me away. To Canada. We had an incredible success last week. I, on a whim, recovering from the coronavirus, did an episode about the town of Whitehorse where we happened to have one listener. By the way, this is me, James, again, who's had too many drinks in the car. And what I'm about to play you is a piece of audio that I recorded uh, describing what happened when I... I'm just going to play it for you, all right? It's more professional. Here it is. 
Of course, at first we just had one white horse, listener. White horse. Who knows how long they laboured in obscurity in the remote wilderness of white horse, listening to the James Donald Forbes McCann catamaran plan, no matter where they went, the shops, the movies, visiting the museum or the Rotary Peace Playground, gazing into the mighty river Yukon, all alone in the tundra. Listening to the James Donald Forbes McCann catamaran plan. But after my instigating episode on Whitehorse last week, well, all of a sudden they weren't quite so alone anymore. Say, so what's that over there? Why, it's two, three, four, five, and now six. Six glorious listeners from the glorious township of Whitehorse. That's right. We used to have one Whitehorse listener. Then I did an episode about the town of Whitehorse. And then we have six, six Whitehorse listeners. Can you believe that? That is well on the way to being enough people for me to go to the Yukon, to one of the more remote parts of Canada, and to put on a comedy show. I want to say an enormous thanks to everybody who got back to me from Whitehorse, including my original Whitehorse listener, who apparently discovered me through the Matt and Shane secret podcast. Thank you to all those wonderful boys for uh, helping me, the dogs, and getting me in touch with someone in Whitehorse. And that person who was the listener reached out to Steve, who runs the comedy gigs there, and Steve got in touch with me too. I'm going to spend this week getting back to all of those white horse people and into, you know, it's like when you start, when a fire starts to spread and it starts to burn, you've got to blow on that flame to help it blossom into a beautiful, powerful flame. It needs to be blown on. And so I'm going to blow on all of my white horse listeners this week to help uh, transform that into an absolute wildfire. Speaking of wildfire, Oh, Canada is being attacked by a wildfire this week. I'm sorry, Canada. As an Australian, I know all too well what it's like to have a wildfire in your country. I thought your country would be too cold for this sort of thing. But so thoughts and prayers going out to the good people of Canada. And we'll have more on that in a moment. I just thought I should say as we enter the... Approaching the ninth minute of the podcast. Hello and welcome to the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. This is a podcast where I'm trying to raise $500,000 to buy a boat. Uh, I guess if you don't know that, then the rest of the podcast has seemed pretty hickledy-pickledy. But I'm going to America later this year. That's where I want to go. I'm just going to do some shows there and go on some podcasts, hopefully. And I haven't really organized any of it yet, but I can't make any money in America. So what I'm trying to do to grow the podcast and pay for it is build a Canadian fan base. That's what I'm saying. That's what this is about. That's the arc that we're on at the moment for me to have my own arc, if by arc you mean catamaran. And maybe it will function as an arc, but I don't imagine that for $500,000 I'll get every animal in the world on unless they're kept in zygote form in some sort of refrigerator. I'm going to Canada because the visa situation allows me to do gigs there. And so I'm going through every place in Canada to see if we can grow the fans. And the White Horse experiment, as mentioned, resounding success. Resounding. It has resounded. It's resounded so much that on today's episode, we're talking about the next in the alphabetical hierarchy. It's Vancouver. And I'm very sorry to say this about Vancouver, but I, I've never been to Vancouver. 
That's not the thing I'm sorry to say. That's just a fact. I've, I mean, I've never been to Canada, so I couldn't have gone to Vancouver. But boy, do I hate Vancouver. Just based on the YouTube videos that come up about Vancouver, when you type it in to try and learn more about it, and uh, the Wikipedia page for Vancouver, which is an extraordinarily left-wing Wikipedia page. It's got a profound anti-colonial bias and it's just hugely boring i'm gonna listen to this one listen to this this is just i've I've got two little quotes here from the vancouver wikipedia page here's one vancouver uh, became a cultural center as poets authors artists musicians as well as dancers actors and haute cuisine chefs flocked to its scenery and warmer temperatures with the cultural and entrepreneurial community bolstered by many draft dodgers from the United States. So they're managing to simultaneously sing Vancouver's praises and try to make the argument that America's imperialist Vietnam War somehow improved cuisine in Vancouver. I mean, okay... I can't imagine that was one of the... You only get so much time on a Wikipedia page and that's what you're going to go with? And I've looked up Vancouver's cuisine. (sighs) Nothing interesting at all. I've tried. I'm trying to find things about Vancouver that I love because if I do hit it big in glorious Whitehorse, which every fact I read about Whitehorse fired off a great big shot of dopamine in the brain as i was reading the vancouver wikipedia page i was just sinking into further and further despair but vancouver is one of the easiest ways to get up to whitehorse i think i might try and find a way around it you know what it is vancouver strikes me as being just like perth which won't mean anything to the non-australians but they're both away from the mainstream of the country, if you will. They're both on the West Coast. They're both very isolated. They both have a lot of tall buildings and uh, natural resources combined with finance, and they just don't seem to have proper histories. Really boring, lefty Wikipedia pages. The cuisine that the Draft Dodgers did so well to uh, compliment appears to be... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's something called a Japo dog, which is just a hot dog with Japanese stuff on it. It's like you let a university student decide what your cuisine was going to be. 
What, what is it? Uh, it's a hot dog, but it also has horseradish. I mean, give me a break. And I'll give you another one. I'll give you another thing from the Wikipedia page. Tensions emerged also. This is on the... Uh, I forget what the also refers to as the other tension, but tensions emerged also from the counterculture movement of the late 1960s, of which Vancouver and Nanamio were centers. Yeah, such a center of the late 60s bloody counterculture movement that I don't know how to say it. Paris was the center of the late 60s counterculture movement. Los Angeles, New York City. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'll go on. Uh, The conflict between hippies and Vancouver Mayor Tom Campbell was particularly legendary, culminating in the Gastown riots of 1971. Particularly legendary. Give me a fucking break, person who's written the British Columbia slash Vancouver. I forget which Wikipedia page I took this from. I just read on. I mean, particularly legend. You know what was particularly legendary? The fucking Iliad. All right? The, the Helen of Troy was particularly legendary. I don't think anyone outside of Canada knows about the Gastown riots of 1971 except for me, which I will now read to you about. The Gastown riot, also known in the plural as Gastown riots. I wonder if that should be more like uh, attorneys general. It was also known as, quote, the Battle of Maple Tree Square. So what was happened, they were having a smoke up to protest not being allowed to smoke marijuana. And so people went to the Gastown neighborhood in Vancouver and they smoked their marijuana. And the police were later accused of heavy handed tactics, quote, including indiscriminate beatings with their newly issued riot batons, end quote. Oh, how I would have loved to be with them. Riot baton in hand, bringing it down upon the face and head of a stoned miscreant. I don't think anyone died in the Gastown riots, so I feel sort of comfortable saying that. I don't obviously condone police brutality, but, you know, even I can make exceptions. It's just such a boring, boring Wikipedia page. Ah, here's something I hadn't counted on. There is a big woke thing happening in Canada that seems to be... uh, People talk about it, but I, I just thought that was... You know, in the same way that people spoke about homelessness in L.A. Yeah, it's there, but it's not everywhere. But I was reading about, I thought, well, what if I take, what if I become so, this is my fantasy, what if I become so successful at comedy? Sorry, I will just say, I I did read the British Columbia and Vancouver Wikipedia pages while recovering from the coronavirus, and I think I may have suffered neurological damage at that time to the part of my brain that could feel dopamine. So I was just so angry and sad while researching this. It's probably nothing to do with Vancouver. I'm sure it's a great place to go, but just I was filled with so much hate and disgust while reading the uh, relevant Wikipedia pages. Oh, holy. And then I, so here's my fantasy. My fantasy is I get so famous in Canada not doing a very good job of it on this episode, but I get so famous in Canada, I get to do a rail journey across Canada, right? With my family. I take my whole family. So I typed in family rail journey, Canada. And there's this whole website for taking your family on a rail journey. 
And here's a quote from that website. Canada has everything for incredible family journeys. Traveling with your family is one of the best ways to make memories that last forever. Thanks to Canada's diversity, natural wonders, safe cities and kid-friendly activities, this is the perfect place for the family getaway. Now, I'll give you natural wonders. I'll give you safe cities. No one wants the children being abducted. And I'll give you kid-friendly activities. I'm sick of countries trying to get my children to play with hot knives and things like that. But why does diversity, for all the other good things that diversity is, woke Canada, why would diversity make for a better family holiday? Do you know what I mean? Like, if I went to a not particularly diverse country, say Iran, which is mostly made up of Iranians, would I go with my family on a holiday there and have as my main negative takeaway, there were too many fucking Iranians present? Do you know what I mean? I think we just go, that's Iran. It's not a, what, how would it possibly be a better family holiday for being diverse why would i go to, what what you go to south sudan and you go can we get some more chinese people up in here why are there no mexicans in south sudan it's mostly south sudanese is not especially diverse look i hope to find things that i really love about vancouver and to make an effort on the vancouver front but uh, not today not uh, we're gonna we're gonna i think go to winnipeg as the next one which is alphabetically what I should have done to begin with. I really enjoyed reading about Winnipeg, not just because they're called Winnipeggers. So next week, maybe I'll do some more on Winnipeg. Or I will say that overall, the history section on the Canada uh, Wikipedia pages, very dull. In the same way that I'm sure Australians are dull because we haven't had enough war frankly war really makes for a more exciting pay if you're on the american state you know you're looking at pennsylvania you got the war of independence you got the civil war you got all the other war type activities and struggles and difficulties on the australian and the canadian wikipedia history pages for a state it's just like well there was some there was some very nice first nations people living there and then Whitey came and did a very bad job. And then uh, there was people just sort of have been sorting it out for 120 years. And now there's lots of Chinese people and no one can afford a house. That's the great arc of both Canadian and Australian history with some wildfires thrown in. Again, I'm sorry about the wildfires. Now, I don't want to punch down on Vancouver. I'm sure there are great things about Vancouver. If any, if my Vancouver listener can maybe get in touch and tell me good things about Vancouver that I can celebrate and talk to about, I'd love that. But at the moment, <laughs> I'm Team Whitehorse all the way, baby. Now, I apologize. It's getting quite late. And uh, I do have something to play you. My children a couple of weeks ago came to me, my little children, my four-year-old, my two-year-old, and they said, we want a song for your show, Daddy. And I said, well... Um, why should I have your music on my show? Children, why shouldn't I just have it as a creative outlet for me? And they said, because diversity makes everything better from 
a holiday via rail in Canada to your podcast. And I said, by goodness, the woke agenda has corrupted my sweet, humble little children. As my four-year-old, my four-year-old came to me and said, she wanted to make a song for my show and my two-year-old wanted to join in too. So we made a song together. I did the synthesizer solo at the end, and I've got to say I've made some of the production decisions, but you'll be able to hear my children's contribution as well. This is Bing Dang Dong by, uh, I guess, the McCann family. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast this week. Here's Bing Dang Dong. I'll be back with further work. Thank you to all my wonderful White Horse listeners. Thank you to the Crow Boys. Thank you to the people of Vancouver for tolerating what I'm sure is a very unfair characteristic, but might I just say, get that Wikipedia page in order. Maybe spruce it up a little bit more. It's, it's just dreadful. All right, here's a bing dang dong by the McCann family. For your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com/trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.